Welcome to Adjust Your Life, an integrative health podcast about you and your overall wellness with Dr. Tim Dooley and Dr. Patrick O'Brien. The content in this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Hello and welcome to Adjust Your Life podcast. Today we are going to be doing something pretty fun here. This is going to be uh, a series of topics that's going to be referencing sports-related injuries and we're going to make it very sports-specific. During today's podcast, we're going to focus on football and common injuries that would be presenting to our office, how to treat them, kind of personal experiences that Dr. Dooley and myself have uh, dealt with. Uh, with me on the show, as usual, is my partner, Dr. Tim Dooley. How you doing, sir? How you guys doing? Um, thanks for being here. So let's let's kind of just dive right in. And football is kind of you know near and dear to both of us. We both have a pretty significant history with with football, and we both have sustained injuries as a result. But mm-hmm. we're still here, so we're good. We made it. We made it. Um, so for me, you know, a quick background: we both played all through you know the, our younger years here, Bantam football all the way up to you know junior high, high school, and then even into college. So, kind of got to experience it from different aspects and you know different levels of intensity. For me, I'll, I'll start off with one that's pretty common. I, let's just go right into like standard like muscle pulls. I had a lot of hamstring related strains, um, you know, pulls of different types, strains of tendons, uh, sprained ankles, things like this that I dealt with uh, chronically. And did a lot of things that, not just from a chiropractic standpoint, but did a lot of things with the trainers and with physical therapists and chiropractic that really helped to add the longevity to me. Um, and we'll go into like treatment for those. Well, but yeah, I mean, tell me about like, you You had a lot of hamstring issues, I remember ton. you telling me. And um, what was the treatment that worked the best for you? So I actually tore my hamstring actually when we were like, you remember tore it, tore it. It's, well, I was told I was, it was torn. I completely? tore it. Not completely. I had oh. a partial tear. Uh, I was playing against actually against Syracuse. I remember it um, running a route and just came out of a cut so hard that uh, I felt a, a very sharp twinge in my right hamstring. So you technically have three hamstring tendons in your leg. And I did the most outside portion of the of the larger one so it didn't pop but you felt like it didn't feel pop a lot of weakness missed numerous games a lot of pain um but basically i went through a a lot of kind of manual type therapy with the trainers that helped like kind of work it out kind of keep the knots out of it but what really helped me and that we now utilize in the office is a thing called combination therapy which is a mixture between ultrasound and the electrical stem and it's because mine was going on for so long that therapy is good for chronic injuries not one that just was necessarily brand new so it really works yeah. well for me in the long run that therapy is probably one of the top uh response therapies that we get and it's not the sexy one you see all over the web or all over any marketing solutions anywhere i think it's an older treatment i don't know how old it is but th- that works so well with soft tissue injuries whether they're acute or chronic acute specifically um yeah, and the, the thing with ultrasound, when you hear ultrasound, there's there's therapeutic ultrasound mm-hmm. and there's diagnostic ultrasound. So it's not like what you would see, like you go to your your wife's pregnant and you go to the, see what kind of the sex of the baby you're having. This is a this is a therapeutic ultrasound, so it's a deep heating type modality, and it gets much deeper than any kind of like heating pad you would right. put on. It actually gets perfuses down into the actual tissue, so it accelerates the healing, accelerates the the mm-hmm. metabolism of the cell. So and you can't adjust a hamstring, right? So that's you, it. You, you know we you got to use therapies like this. I think that works really well. And we'll combine it with cold laser too, which um, is also a newer treatment, but I like the combo better. Yeah. It's just, I can't, I never, this was never shown to me uh, a younger age and high school, not once Uh, got to college and obviously at a, 
at a large university. They're using the, the, the you know, the higher end stuff. And I can't even be, they told me I was going to have out the rest of the year. I think I missed maybe three games, four games. I still had a lot of pain. There was still some weakness, but I was still able to go out there. But point is, is I got back sooner than I would have anticipated. Yeah. So. And treatment protocol for a hamstring pull like that is different for everybody and different for anybody at all levels, depending on your, uh, you know, how in shape you are, how out of shape you are, how you did it, how bad it is. But it's a week long, weeks long recovery time in most cases. And it's not just that therapy specific. It's not just for hamstring, you know, strains. No. This could be name a muscle and strain a muscle, whatever that may be. I mean, this is beneficial to all of those. Things. I've been using a lot lately for some reason. And as a provider, you know, we get like batches of certain kind of injuries throughout the year. And right now it seems to be Achilles tendonitis. Yep. Um, that is true. The gyms are closed. People are outside trying to run more. They're not used to running. Um, they're pulling their hamstrings or pulling their Achilles a little bit. Achilles tendonitis. So I've been using the combo therapy on that along with manual and combo. Um, another injury that's common in football are ankle sprains. I didn't really – most times we played, we always tape the ankles, especially in foot in the games. In practice, you're not tackling as much, so you don't get the – the twists and the turns and the pullovers, but his treatment protocol for that, you know, there's several different types of ankle injuries. And I'll let you go into the high ankle sprain, the low ankle sprain. Well, the, the, the thing I like to note is that I think we've all had an ankle sprain. If you played a lot of any right. sports, at some point you've had a sprain. A sprain is very painful. And a lot of times you think it's worse than what it really is. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it does induce a lot of pain, but with the sprain, obviously initial sprain, you're going to ice, you know, you're going to do the acute stuff. You're going to stay off of it, you know, support it things like this. But the problem with that I have, and speaking from personal experience, is when you sprain an ankle, there's damage to the ligaments, which allow mm-hmm. the bones to stay in place. If you continuously sprain this ankle, you become it becomes less and less stable, basically. More lax. And more lax. So then you in, increase your risk for having to have your ankle sprained more and more in the future. For me, though, in college, it happened so frequently that I was taping my ankles before every practice and was wearing ankle braces on both ankles on top of the tape. And that's great because I was preventing the injury. But problem is, is now the musculature is just essentially getting weaker because there's it's expecting this mm-hmm. external force to hold it in place. So when I got done with football, I felt like I was walking on toothpicks there for a little while until they built back up because right. I was so used to wearing tape. And I've had ankle sprains as painful. And, you know, you see them somewhat frequently, the bruises and the discoloration all the way up the calf. I've had some sprains with no indication of a sprain. You just as painful as some that show all that coloration up the leg. So even so someone twisted it, it's uncomfortable. It may not look as bad as the other one or the, the really bad one that's noticeable, but they still both really, really hurt. Absolutely. Um, I think every time I've had a sprain, I've thought it was game a over. tear or yeah, or game some over. sort of, I have to have surgery. I broke a bone, but it's right. just, sprain is, is very painful. Yes. And I got another couple listed here, uh, broken fingers. I've had a couple of dislocated fingers getting tackled or mm-hmm. trying to tackle somebody and you run off the field like my hand's going to fall off. Look at this finger. It's turning this way, turning that way. And then the trainer just grabs it. Hold still, son. Just yep. <laughs> I, actually, I have a I have an experience right now. It's kind of giving me goosebumps thinking about this happened to me at my it too. Hurts. So. <laughs> it actually it doesn't hurt as bad as it. It looks worse than it is. But, you know, you see your kid running off the field holding his hand. That's likely what happened. I'd say I've broken more than fifty percent of my fingers with with confidence. I know for I knew at least four or five that it's been. Yeah, you know, I always get a kick out. I watch some of those uh, television shows where they're doing like pregame, and you see the people or the ex players that are basically analysts, and they hold their hands up and they're yeah. pointing to the screen, and his thumb is going three different directions, and his <laughs> pinky's going, you know, two different directions. Like, man, oh my gosh, it looks worse than it is. I'll tell you what, but that's very common. That can happen anywhere from. 
you know, seven, eight years old all the way up into the into the NFL. And a lot of times there's not much you do for it. No, I mean, it just depends. Nothing. And that's another thing we could benefit with and save in a lot of patients' money is they come up here for a quick x-ray. You don't have to spend a hospital rate, you know, build x-ray, whereas we can just do it here real quick for you, at least give you the diagnosis, maybe mm-hmm. splint it, give you x You know, if we need to be referring to you an orthopedist, that's possible too. But it's just half the battle is just figuring out what is going on. Right. Obviously. Treatment is certainly different than sprained ankle. Definitely. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can't really do hardly anything. Uh, what was the other huge one? I thought my career was over when I was in junior high and I got, you know, when you're like running, I think you do the tackling drill and someone's running after you and I'm, I'm running. I kind of give up because the guy has me wrapped up and he's kind of, as soon as you like give up and lose your guard in football, you get hurt. And he kept, he kept trying to tackle me even though the coach blew the whistle and he, he's twisting me and turning me and I felt my knee pop so loud that I just threw the ball down, fell down, screaming, writhing in pain. I thought I was done for life. Sprained knees. Like <laughs> I've not personally I, I couldn't. Wa- I had to walk home from practice. I limped home. Back then, you didn't have cell phones. Mom and dad are working. You can't get a hold of them. So I walked two miles home on the sprained knee. I thought I was done. I oh, thought I tore my ACL. I thought I tore everything. But then I'm practicing two days later. It's like, what on earth? I, you are right. And not just with knees as far as as the play is basically just about completed and you put your guard down. Those mm-hmm. are the those are the ones on, on you're watching on, on, TV, on TV and you're like, oh, that looks like nothing. But typically the ones that almost look like they're bad hits don't hurt usually as much as the ones that you look the, like a routine tackle are the ones that hurt. The right? one that you're caught off guard where you get Absolutely. rolled up on behind yep. or you're, you're done and you get hit when you're not paying attention. Those are usually the worst, worst injuries. Yep. Uh, Spraying knees, ACL is obviously becoming a huge issue. It's so much more common these days. I don't know because of the diagnosis quality we have, but compared to you know 40 years ago. You know, I think part of it, in, and this is just an opinion, is, yeah, you're right, the diagnosis criteria to meet it is so much easier and they can identify it quicker, but... I think the, the, the field of play is changing a little bit as far as like the field turf versus grass. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of quicker change in direction and more force being generated through the joint. So when you change direction, whatever that may be, or you plant your foot gets stuck, there's more likely for that to occur. So I think, I mean, there's a lot of variables and people are getting bigger and faster. And, and the game has opened up too. Absolutely. You know, yeah. It's wide open, more wide open. And treatment for ACL, you know, it's, it's almost 99% of the time at that. If you're in that level of ball, you're going to have to get it repaired surgically. You know, we can do, we can be here for PT and soft tissue therapy following. Um, but, you know, as far as an ACL tear, that's just surgery at that point. Um, what else? What other injuries? Like, I know we've talked about concussion a lot, but. Yeah, we have another another podcast that obviously we go into much more detail. So if you're interested in hearing about that, absolutely listen to that. We actually have a neurologist on with us talking about that. Right. Um, But yes, that is a whole other different, for sure, different ballgame there. I think the only, I mean, what I'll talk about because let's with personal experiences. I remember we were playing against Purdue and I caught a pass across the middle and I got tackled from one end from the lower. A guy was tackling me from the back on going down low. Another guy was hit me on the front going up high. And I actually had a mild, they will call it a fracture of my back, which is known as a spondylolysis or a spondylolysis. Mm-hmm. They refer to it as a spondy. And for me, it was a traumatic one. So it caused a lot of instability and slippage of my spine. And that was, that's kind of like where the my football career started to maybe mentally go to a point where I knew it wasn't going to be uh, an ongoing thing anymore. So um, for me, it was a matter of building up, you know, proper stability of the abdominal region, continue to to build up the proper support there. Um, But I've always now had more of a concern with kind of how I got into my practice now is why I had an injury in the past. And now I'm, you know, now I'm, I'm, I'm teaching athletes how to manage that of something that I dealt with. So I can see it from two different angles. Right. So, yeah, I had one back injury, I think I was a 
junior in high school. I got hit awkwardly when I was making a tackle, and I couldn't really walk off the field. And that was my first experience with chiropractic, actually. I couldn't practice the next day. Then finally, a trainer drugged me over to the chiropractor. And I was a little scared, and then I went and did it, and then I practiced that day. It was, like, just crazy. So you think about, like, um, your first experience with chiropractic yeah. or your last experience with chiropractic, whatever it may be, but it definitely changed um, what I thought was a strain back, and it definitely helped me enough to get me where I was going uh, for, for practice and be ready for the game, but that matter. And it's not just chiropractic that's going to be the end-all, be-all for right. every person. It helps a lot of people, but at the very least, the chiropractor is going to identify the problem yeah. and know how to you know diagnose it and what to do for it, whether it is actually chiropractic itself. Right, so. and we're, these are musculoskeletal injuries, and yes. you know, quite frankly, that's pretty much what we do, so... Sure. Um, but yeah, if I, I have four boys, they're, uh, I'm sure two of them are already in football. Um, I got a feeling that my, my, uh, my job of, of upkeep with their spine and, and their overall health is just going to go up as they get older. Cause you uh, know more, especially with football. Yeah. And it's just like, you know what, even if they don't have issues though, I'm still going to work on them because this will actually reduce the risk of injury from occurring. Um, just like I tell people, just cause you don't have a cavity doesn't mean don't brush your teeth. You need to keep on top of that. So I'm going to do this to help them to help maybe prevent some of these, whether it's a hamstring pull or a back strain or, or, you know, a knee, a knee tear or whatever that may be. So yeah. there's a lot it, of benefits. I have a one last thing to point to make a question to ask like right now, you know, we're getting a little up in age now and being from a football background, many other sports background, I remember those injuries and I'm reminded every day of those injuries, right? You yes. feel them now, and we didn't feel them then. It's like, what the heck? And your parents the, are like, jump back in there. Go do this. Go do that. And you're like, oh, man, it hurts. That is true. You never and, realize 20 years later, you'd be like, dang, is that why that hurts? And, and, and But the thing about it is I don't regret no. having played football at all, even though I wake up in the morning, and even if it takes me 20 minutes before I can put my socks on because my back's tight, it, and I know it's from football, I don't hate football because of it right. i enjoyed it but you are correct there are aspects that you may potentially run the risk of living with based on what it is especially if you don't receive treatment for it so mm -hmm. well that pretty much that's that's a rundown of most of the injuries you'll see obviously there's other ones also but uh any other ones that you have no i think that's you know those are the most common ones but you know for podcasts moving forward we plan on doing different sports and we're going to talk about different topics and we're going to try to make it sports specific to each sport and what's the most common injuries associated with that sport so definitely tune in for future sports, we'll be covering a large number of those. So, All right. We'll see you guys later. Thank you.